Monster House Records Club. And here's your host, Eddie Monster. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting edition of Monster House Records Club. But this time, we are doing the Singles Club Volume 2 because I didn't do an episode of Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast, and I sincerely, sincerely apologize about that. We had a little bit of trouble over the weekend, so we weren't able to do that. So we will have a new episode for you guys on Sunday, so never fear because more episodes of Pedal to the Metal are coming, and they are near. But welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Eddie Monster. And for those of you, there's usually a way that we do things on Monster House Records Club. Those do not apply when it's the Singles Club edition, because we're just reviewing singles. But I'm still grading every single on a five-star system, so never fear that is still happening. Um, but you know, it's very different. We just go over various singles that have been coming out and we've been trying to compact about a couple weeks worth of singles into one episode because why not? And, uh, yeah, we got a lot of great stuff for you guys. We have, uh, stuff from bloody hammers, monster magnet, Amigo, the devil, bear tooth, and many, many more on this episode. But before we get into any of that, y'all know what time it is because it's time for the social media side of things. That's right. I'm going to let you know just how you can find me. That's right. You want to find me? I'll give you the way. So, first step, go to facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. That's E-D-D-I-E, Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. There you can like the page, get updated every time I post a link. And all that fun, fun stuff. Step two, go to Twitter at twitter.com forward slash eddiemonster82. Again, twitter.com forward slash eddiemonster82. I'm not very good at the Twitter game, but I try my best. And that's all you can do. So follow me there. Step three, instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. Again, Instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. My Instagram Instagram game is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I do a pretty decent job on the Instagrams. And, uh, yeah, you know, posting good stuff, anniversaries, stuff like that, latest news, passing aways, all that kind of stuff right on Instagram. Follow me there. And last but certainly not least, step number four, it's the one link. To rule them all. That's right. It is pedal to the metal radio show.blogspot.com. Again, pedal to the metal radio show.blogspot.com. That is the place to go. And from there, you can go and check out archived episodes and new episodes. And it's got every single link right there for you guys. They're all there. Whether you listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Google, wherever it may be, if there is a link, it is there. So, with all that said and all that done, we're going to do something a little different to start off the show. Because I didn't do an episode of Pedal to the Metal. And March was Women's 
History Month, I wanted to make sure that I got this done because women in rock and metal deserve their due. We all know that. And I wanted to pay tribute to them real quick on this episode. So bear with me because we're doing this. This is my top five women vocalists, whether it be rock or metal. They're all here, and I mixed them in. So I took the time, and I looked through the list, and I and uh, I thought of all the women that I thought were very influential in the world of music, and I ranked them, obviously, from five through, through one. And it didn't matter what they were, whether they were a metal vocalist, a rock vocalist, whatever it may be, all women rock, plain and simple. Without women, men are not here. That is simple science, people. There's no fucking with that theology believe me so with that said and done here are my top five women and at number five i chose hearts Anne and nancy wilson i mixed them all into one right because you can't have one without the other they're a package deal and these women have been rocking it since the 70s they opened a lot of doors and not just vocally but they influenced a lot of women because there was a female guitar player, which was almost rare back then, I think, in the world of rock. Maybe not in country or, or whatever, folk music, but obviously in the world of rock, that was a, a rarity. They had great songs. We all know them. Barracuda, Crazy on You, Magic Man, you know, all the 80s stuff like Never, whatever it may be. But the one thing that impressed me the most was their cover of Led Zeppelin's Rock and Roll, and it, and it was a live version. And I got to be honest, I don't want to hear anybody else sing Robert Plant unless it's Scott Weiland of STP or Hart because it was absolutely perfect, amazing, very good. So that being said, that is why I chose them at number five. Moving on to number four, is somebody that I, I so pretty much there are two runaways on this top five. I'm just gonna let you know there are two women that were in the band the runaways that are in this top five. And I was sitting there kind of going back and forth as to who I was gonna rank who in the band ahead of who. And it was a tough decision, obviously. Because I sort of prefer one over the other in the long haul. Now I'm talking the long haul, like like career-wise. But if I'm talking about impact, I feel this is the proper, the proper order. And with that being said, I ranked Lita Ford at number four. Now we all remember, as I said, she was a member of the Runaways. She was the guitar player. But Lita had a pretty decent career in the 1980s with tracks like Kiss Me Deadly her first solo record but it really wasn't until she did that weird collaboration with Ozzy Osbourne that I begun paying attention to exactly who Lita Ford was and you guys all know the song it's Close My Eyes Forever we all know it it's the most awkward collaboration of all time because you got Ozzy was probably out of his gourd on cocaine with Lita Ford who had just gotten over a relationship with Nikki Six not too long before that of Motley Crue so talk about party animals 
But nonetheless, Lita had a pretty decent career. But then the fact of the matter is she disappeared for a very, very long time. She married a douchebag who was in the band Nitro. We all know the story there. Um, But Lita's back. She's kicking ass better than ever. And that's just how it goes. And number four, if I'm talking impact, you know what I mean? So we're moving on. And this one is a special one because I miss her so much. She kicked some serious fucking ass when she was on the scene. And I'm talking about Angela Gasau. You remember her from Arch Enemy. I never thought in a million years that I was ever going to hear a woman growl just as amazing as the men. And let me tell you something. Angela accomplished just that. She kicked some serious ass, proving that she could hang with some of the best men in the metal world. And we all love her for that. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. She kicks my ass in that department. So that is why I have Angela Gossow on the list at number three. She is one kick-ass woman who I would not mess with when it came to the vocal department. So now we're moving on and we get to number two. And as I said before, there are two members of the Runaways on this list. And here's the other member of the Runaways. It is Miss Joan Jett. That's right. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, the Runaways, all that stuff. She was kick-ass. And let me tell you something. I remember Joan Jett way before anybody because I remember seeing the music video to I Love Rock and Roll and hearing tracks like Do You Want to Touch and all that stuff. And even though at you know the age that I was at, I had no idea what she meant by Do You Want to Touch. I was like, what does she want me to touch? Like a cookie? Like ice cream? Like a toy? Like what the hell's going on? But I mean, then again, you know, at four years old, you don't really get what she's saying. But nonetheless, nonetheless... Uh, Joan Jett is a kick-ass person. She has fought through so much in the stereotype department, in the department of not being treated as fairly as men. That's why she's kick-ass. That's why she's at number two. And she is a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So there's something to be said about it, you know. And that's what I mean by impact. You know what I'm saying? All right, so number one. To me, it was a no-brainer. This woman that's a number one, that sits at number one, to me, has one of the most kick-ass vocals I've ever heard in my life. I love her style of singing. It's unbelievable. And I'm talking about Stevie Nicks of Fleetwood Mac. And I don't really have to sit here and explain. You guys should know her. You should check out the tracks. She's got some amazing music. Check out her solo music. Edge of 17 is one of the most badass songs. Uh, Then Dreams, you know, Sweet Little Lies, all that stuff. Stevie Nicks is number one. And I do have honorable mention. So these people would probably be, you know, six six through ten, but in no particular order. On that list, honorable mention, Maria Brink of In This Moment, Courtney Love, Christina Scabia, Sherry Curry, also of The Runaways, and then Gwen Stefani of No Doubt. Only the No Doubt fame, though. I'm not touching her solo stuff, but No Doubt, she was pretty kick-ass. So there you go. Here's my list. 
of the top five women in rock and metal. And now it is time to get into the singles, the moment you guys have all been waiting for. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our sponsors. All right, now it's time for what we came here for. It is the Singles Club, Volume 2. And we're starting off now on the first edition of Singles Club, Volume 1. I spoke in great detail about what it takes to cover a song, in my opinion, right? You got to take the song, be true to it, but also reinvent it in a way that it makes it your own. And example given, Marilyn Manson's Sweet Dreams, you know, Dopes, You Spin Me Round, Pantera's Planet Caravan, you know, so on and so forth, right? Take the cover and make it your own. And that's what Ice Nine Kills didn't really do and why I wasn't in huge favor of their cover of that Elvis song. But this week we got something better and in the same vein of what I was talking about. And the group is called Bloody Hammers. They're a band that's just been growing on me since day one. Ever since the first time I heard them, I've been into them. And they do something incredible. They take a song by a band that I love, Golden Earring. And one of the first songs I ever heard from Golden Earring was The Twilight Zone. Just one of my favorite songs of all time. And this band does just that. They take the track and they make it their own and it kicks so much ass. To the point that it's my cover single of the week. That's how amazing... This track is, and they've, you know, they just reinvent the song and they make it their own. And and, in any world, that is what you're supposed to do. And that is why Bloody Hammer's version of the Twilight Zone, which shreds, gets a five out of five. Boom, right in your face. We move on, and we've got a band that I would consider one of my favorite 90s stoner rock slash psychedelic rock bands. And they are back with a brand new single. I'm talking about Monster Magnet. And I'm talking about the single Mr. Destroyer, which seems to be off of an album that is going to be titled A Better Dystopia. Now, I don't have any information exactly on when that album is going to come out, but look for that. Monster Magnet's a great band. Um, And the track has a lot of that MC5 influence that, you know, that Detroit rock sound that they were obviously influenced by. But there is a part in this song that I love. And it's when the music kind of breaks down, slows down a little bit, and it gets real psychedelic with maracas. And I absolutely loved it. So I give a lot of credit to Monster Magnet. Because they do a pretty killer job on the track. So, check it out for sure. Mr. Destroyer, 4.3 stars out of 5. That's what I'm going to give that one for your final grade. I love Dave Weindorf. I think he still sounds amazing. And the band is obviously still kicking ass. So, I'm glad to see that they're they're doing something great. Uh, but the next single is one that I look forward to every time. We had him on the first episode of the singles club we have them again i'm talking about my favorite satanic uh folk artist amigo the devil and he's now he's got a track called called murder at the bingo hall 
And hell yeah. I love how the track, though, includes an organ in this crazy tale of interesting fun at a bingo hall that involves everything that's fast-paced like cocaine and Adderall. And even, you know, during the song, it features some cool, uh, like, electric elements to it that uh, I don't remember if he's done it before, but it was pretty badass. I love it. It's a great, great track. Um, I definitely think everybody should check this out. Amigo is probably one of the coolest artists um, definitely on the planet. He's doing something different than everybody else, and that's what I respect about him a lot. So I'm definitely excited for the brand-new record when it comes out. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Everybody check out Amigo the Devil, Murder at the Bingo Hall. I'm giving that one a 5 out of 5. Now... We're moving on to another band, and uh, these guys are pretty good. I remember them coming on the scene, and was pretty huge at the time about them. I'm talking about Beartooth, and the band is back with a brand-new single off their upcoming fourth album called Below, which comes out June 25th via Red Bull Records. And funny enough, I didn't even know Red Bull had a record label, but I shouldn't be surprised. They've got a racing team, a space unit, the drink, so why not have, you know, a fucking record label while we're at it? But uh, Caleb Shomo, the vocalist of the band, spoke about the track. And this is what he had to say. It was one of the first songs written for the album. The video journeyed to the deepest and darkest paths of our minds, which was what fueled us to write Below, which is the name of the record. And if I had to give my best description of Beartooth in this track, it sounds a lot like Asking Alexandria and that style of, you know, hard rock. Very cool track. I'm liking it. Um, You know, on one aspect, I have to hear more from the band. So I'll definitely be checking out the other single they had before I decide whether this is actually an album that I want to pick up. But it's cool. The Past is Dead by Beartooth. It's a great track. You should definitely check it out. I don't even know if I mentioned that in the beginning before I reviewed the track. But it's called The Pass is Dead. Uh, And I'm giving this one four out of five stars for a final grade. Now, when it comes to the art of German industrial metal, most people are used to the band Ramstein, or Ramstein, if you want to say it that way. But little is known most of the time about this other band from Germany called Icebreaker. Now, a good friend of mine actually introduced me to these guys. He says, man, I know you guys love Ramstein, but have you ever checked out Icebreaker? And I was like, well, they got a badass name. I'm like, that's for sure. So I checked them out, and these guys are badass. All right? They are the other German band. And they've got this new track called... Im Guten Im Busem. I hope I'm saying that right. But uh, it translates to in good, in bad. And the beginning of the track is pretty interesting because it has that early 90s dance club synth feel to it. Um, But it delivers a pretty cool punch. I'm not going to lie. But it definitely showcases in one way that these guys can compete with Ramstein and maybe now is the time that they're finally getting the recognition that they deserve after all. And why not? They definitely deserve your attention, but it'll make you miss. I, I, I thought this, this thought on my head and I kept thinking of this club and it'll definitely make you miss industrial nights at clubs 
like uh, there was one in Providence, Rhode Island called Club Hell, where everybody dresses up in their best goth clothing, you know, some S&M kind of shit. So it'll definitely make you miss those nights uh, for sure, for sure. So check them out. I'm giving it four out of five for a final grade. They deserve your attention. Now, I've mentioned this before on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast. Uh, Max Cavalera has a new band. And he has a band with his son uh, who goes by the name of Igor Amadeus Cavalera. And along with drummer Max Coleman, the name of the band is Go Ahead and Die. You got to love that fucking name. It's unbelievable. But anyways, the uh, band released a single called A Truckload Full of Bodies. I'm telling you, if you can't get what this song is going to be about within the first second of reading that title, I don't know what to tell you. But you want to talk about intense, in-your-face, unrelenting slab of metal that never takes the pedal to the metal, like at least never takes their foot off the pedal to the metal. I'll get it right someday. This is it. This is the project that meets old-school metal and new-school metal, and they do one fantastic job. And I believe in the track they trade verses because I remember – uh, Igor sings, and then I believe Max sang on some of them. Uh, but I have to say, man, I am ready for more of this this music. I cannot wait. June 11th through Nuclear Blast, the self-titled debut album comes out. I cannot fucking wait. Five out of five stars right there for a truck load full of bodies. The next single that I'm going to talk about is one that I probably would have never checked out before. I don't know much about the band Crowbot. I'm going to admit that right here on the podcast. Uh, But they're a pretty badass hard rock band from the track that I listened to today. Uh, So Frankie Bello of Anthrax apparently worked with the band Crowbot uh, on a track for their new EP called Rat Child, which comes out June 18th. And this track alone has me super, super excited to want to listen to this. I'm telling you, you need to check out this track. It's called Mountain. And here's what they had to say. We've grown to know the Anthrax dudes pretty well through touring and developed a working relationship in addition to our friendships. We've always talked about writing with Frankie because we have a lot of the same influences, and that definitely shines through in Mountain. Frankie has always lent us his ear and has been a big supporter of ours. It was a treat to work with him on something. Let me tell you, from beginning to end, this track will not disappoint you. This is probably my favorite single of the whole week, and that is Mountain by Crowbot. Definitely, definitely give this track a lesson. It is just hard rock, like classic style hard rock too. In your face. Just absolutely amazing. Five stars out of five stars. If I could give it six, I would break the rules, my own rules, and give it six right now. But I'm not going to do that. Five stars out of five stars. So definitely give that a check. Check that out. The uh, EP is also going to feature Howard Jones and Sticks Zadinia of of, uh, Steel Panther on it. Uh, There's no pre-orders right now. But as soon as that happens, I'll definitely try to let you guys know about that. But again, check out Mountain by Crowbot featuring Frankie Bello of Anthrax. Absolutely amazing stuff. The last single that we're going to check out 
for this week's Mods House Records Club Singles Club Volume 2 is one that's kind of a somber note. I'm not going to lie. This is kind of sad um, because I was hoping for more. And I am talking about Bodom After Midnight. We all know Alexi Leho passed away. Very, very sad. And uh, we knew that he was working on the Bodom After Midnight. And they have that new record called uh, Paint the Sky with Blood, which is going to be coming out this year. And the band released the title track. And it's an absolutely amazing song. Unfortunately, we know that Alexi's not going to be here. Um, and I wish we could have had more, but we don't. But uh, here's what the band had to say. Like ourselves, Alexi was beyond stoked about these songs and anxious to get these out. So we are happy that we can fulfill his wish. Needless to say, we are honored and proud to be a part of his very last creative work and to unleash it the way he wanted it. It's time to let the beast out of the cage one more time as a celebration of Alexi's music legacy and the man himself and as we know Bonham After Midnight featured Alexi on guitar and vocals Daniel Freyberg on guitar and uh, Watery I can't even say his name I I'm, I'm, I apologize uh, Waltery Varianen from Paradise Lost bassist Misha Tiovanen and keyboardist Lori Saloma I hope I said that right uh, but be on the lookout for that EP. It comes out April 23rd. There are some pretty cool um, pretty cool packages available for pre-order. So make sure you do that. Like I said, it, it's an absolute fantastic song. It just further showcases what Alexi could do. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Five stars out of five stars. Um, God bless Alexi. Uh, rest in power. And that's going to do it for this week. I hope you guys all enjoyed Monster House Records Club Volume 2 of the Singles Club. We will see you guys, hopefully, for Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast, and hopefully more episodes of Monster House Records Club. I'm trying my best to get you guys as much programming as possible. Um, obviously, with, with time and work and all those kinds of things, we do the best we can. Uh, hopefully, you guys are all staying safe through these times and you're getting your shots uh, if you are willing to get your shots uh, other than that just be safe be kind to each other be true to yourself and stay tuned here next time thank you good night